Hi, Merch Money. Today we are live with Ashley Schmidt. So welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm so excited. I, I, I have no idea what I'm going to share today, but we'll figure it out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so Christina and I have both been so lucky to meet Ashley twice. We got to meet her at uh, not this past Columbus meetup, but the one before that. Mm -hmm. And then also at the Raleigh meetup. So um, thank you for making the effort to go to those. Yeah, no problem. I, I'm sad I missed the Columbus one, but you didn't give me enough time to work in a, the Air Force sending me to Dayton. So I couldn't <laughs> do it that quickly. I know. I'm uh, Last year, I was a little better about uh, giving advance notice. This year, it's been a little uh, two last minute meetups in a row and about to be a third one. So guys, if anybody lives near Raleigh, North Carolina, there's going to be one February 7th. Um, I haven't even posted about it in the group, but it's <laughs> coming up. <laughs> um, it's just a lot of stuff has popped up, but we'll get we'll get back to on schedule with with giving notice about meetups. Um, but anyway, I was very excited uh, talking to Ashley both times. I think I'm after the Columbus meetup. I ended up mentioning you on the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I was like, I came back from the meetup. I'm like. This one lady I met, she has 150 properties. And <laughs> yeah. so anyway, um, we'll we'll get into Ashley's story, but it's very exciting story. She's she's done all <laughs> kinds of things. So and you can see always big smiles. Yeah. And when I'm nervous, I smile more. So if I look idiotic, smiling. <laughs> and she talks to generals and all kinds of people in the military and still is nervous to be on merge money. So <laughs> for all of you people that get nervous, uh, it happens to everybody. Um, but I am so impressed by you, all the stuff that you do. Um, well, I, I'll introduce you a little bit with what I know, but we'll uh, turn it over to you to really tell your story. But I know um, you're a mom of four daughters. You're in the military, in the Air Force. Um, you have many, many rental properties. We'll see what the current number is. But last I time know. I talked to you was 150. <laughs> yeah, um, something like that. I think we're maybe 160. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you're a writer. Um, most of the time when we talk about KDP, we're talking about low content books, but you've done actual books. So we'll talk about that. Um, and just so many things. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So tell a little bit about just a little bit about your story. And I like the story about how you found out about merch to begin with. Oh. That's a good story too. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm uh, the reserves in the Air Force. I was active duty for 13 years. Um, then I joined the reserves because my husband's also in the military. He's uh, a colonel and in the Air Force. And so they were going to split us apart. Um, yes, they do that. Um, and they just say, sorry, too bad. So we were not into that. So I got out and got a reserve job and I follow him around. Um, and I, I have too much energy to sit and do nothing. And, and, and believe me, raising four girls is not nothing. <laughs> but it's not enough, I guess. Um, so I've always been a writer. And so I started with KDP. And I, um, one of the businesses I was doing is I help kids get into service academies, because I went to the United States Air Force Academy, um, which is awesome, if you like it. And if you don't, don't do it. <laughs> um, I got lots of good stories for that. Um, anyway, so uh, there was, oh, so I have a service academy business. So I wrote um, several books on like how to get 
I was trying to figure out how to like promote my cert, my academy, my consulting business. So I wrote some books, put them on KDP and like one sold. And I was totally hooked because I've always loved to write. <laughs> I sold like one book and made like $3. Woo. Right. And I was totally hooked. Um, so I started writing kids, um, like kids adventure stories. And I wrote um, paranormal young adult romance novels, um, oh, yeah. romance novels, Hallmarky, because I just, yeah, four girls can't do more than that. <laughs> Hallmark is about as good as I can get. Um, you, know, you know, my kids could read them and not be, they'd be like, ew, but you know, nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so when we moved to Mississippi, uh, we, the schools weren't that great. Uh, my daughter said after six months that she hadn't learned anything in six months. And it just, it was not a good situation for her. So um, I looked into homeschooling and I started homeschooling her and I wanted to do something kind of fun entrepreneurial because um, I love doing the books and that sort of thing. And so I found merch, honestly, just searching on the internet, finding like ways to use art because she is an artist, she's amazing. And so um, I signed her, well, me up for an account and so that she could put stuff up there we put our first few t-shirts up there and I actually called my mom when they sold to say, did you buy it? <laughs> Aww. I, said, no, I didn't buy it. I was like, wow, somebody actually bought that. Okay. So, cause it was my design and it was not pretty, it was really not pretty, <laughs> um, but I was kind of hooked and it was really fun. Um, but as I started doing that more, I found that whereas I like writing novels, um, they take a lot of concentration. It's a lot of focused effort. Um, to write one novel, even quick for me, is like two months, um, about a month to write it and a month to edit it. Um, and that's that's really fast and it's a lot of work and it's just focused. And so I found that like per amount of hours I was spending, I was just not making the return that I was making on merch. And so my daughter and I did merch together um, and did much better. And then I kind of got into low content books from there because I, as I my design skills for merch increased, I found that parts of publishing novels, the covers, I just got better at. And I just was more experimental and more brave um, and more willing to try, you know, YouTube videos on how to use Photoshop and things like that. So um, I just got really into it. And then I kind of combined my passion of making, I'm really good at gathering large amounts of data and making it useful to people. And so I took all that and that's, that's kind of what I do for a lot of my low content books is gather lots of data, make it into workbooks or different things and, yeah. So awesome. Well, I love, I love your story. And like I said, in the Facebook post for anyone who didn't see it, when I was trying to come up with the title for this video, I was like so torn because there's so many directions we could go. I mean, the whole military thing is a whole nother topic where there, it's such a good business for people in the military because you're traveling all over the place. Like you can make money wherever you are. Um, so that's tremendous opportunity for military. Um, but then also getting your kids involved. A lot of people want to know more about that. And then also, um, every time you talk about KDP, you talk about it like as if you, um, like the part that you like about it is solving problems for customers. Yeah. And I love that because I think a lot of people forget that's what we're doing. Like they just are so worried about just getting a book up there or, you know, looking and seeing, I don't know, what's trending or something. They're not thinking about like, is this really going to solve a problem for somebody? So that's a whole nother topic to go down. So I was like, Ashley, are you available? <laughs> like five different shows? Cause I have so much to talk to you about. <laughs> um, so 
one, the more I was thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? One of the things that I always notice about Ashley is her mindset and how she's always glowing and how it's always a story about some new thing coming up. And I know I've always talked about focus, but I'm like, you know what? We need to get somebody on here that's focused on a lot of different things. So you can see that that also works. You don't have to just pick one or two. You can pick different industries, different things and still make it work. So what, what do you think about that? How do you, uh, how do you, how do you manage all that? <laughs> um, I will say that I like to be a chameleon. Um, I love doing novels when I had the ability to focus at long periods of time. But as my life with my girls became more crazy, I realized that just wasn't in the cards for me at this point in my life. And so I started to pick and choose things I could do smaller bits of time like merch like KDP and you know, you can, you can stop and start that a lot more easy than trying to get into somebody's head in a novel and you know, think like they think, right? Um, so I like to do things, I, I am such a big believer in changing up the way that you work and what you do um, based on how you are at the moment, what you're feeling at the moment or how you are or what your life is like. Um, so many people try and push through, push through. And sometimes that's the answer. I'm not saying that's not the answer. Focus is a fantastic thing. But sometimes you got to take a step back and look at what's going on around you. I was having I, <laughs> one of my poor characters in my novel is still dying. He's like bleeding out in the parking lot. And <laughs> so I've had a few people like, where's the next book? I'm like, oh, he's still dying in the parking lot. <laughs> I mean, it's because I just couldn't, I knew where the end was, but I didn't know how middle to end was getting there. And I just, I, I pushed, I pushed and everyone's like, get butts in seats and write and write. But like, it wasn't working. I just couldn't focus. And so I stepped back and said, you know, I am feeling frustrated instead of excited with this experience. What am I excited about? What do I like to do right now? And so I really analyzed, you know, did some numbers and said, well, Merch and KDP is doing really well for me. Um, so I should kind of focus on that because at this stage in my life, that's just where I am. Um, and even after last Christmas, I focused more on KDP because my time was more better spent as far as dollars and money. This, I think it's because I love books. I love books. <laughs> I love books. And I love, I love helping people solve problems. So yeah, it is true that I try and find, I don't trend. Everyone niche searches and does all these things. I don't do any of it. Um, I try and look for something that's kind of popular and out there and then try and solve a, a problem. I put a lot more effort into my interiors than just, you know, slapping on a cover with some lines. Um, and so I guess the way to say it is, I guess you just got to really analyze who you are, how you are at that moment and step, take a step back and look and see what works. Uh, I have about 15 different organizational systems that I use based upon what I'm doing at that time. Um, and I look at which one I want to do based on how things are going, and I will change them up probably every few months to make it better for me. Uh, I've got, yeah, a ton of different, I literally have like 15 <laughs> methods I use, like I rotate depending on how my life is going because I'm I've just got a lot of things going on. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I love uh, being flexible like that and just switching things up and just being okay if if you needed to make a change because life is always changing. So mm -hmm. it's okay to not have to keep doing exactly the same that you've been doing. Um, so I guess let's back up a little bit about how you sort of develop this this mindset um like what was what do you think you learned being in the military for 13 years or i guess you're still in the military but especially active duty and 
and um, you know, just say a little bit about how you how you've developed the mindset you have. Okay. So I was thinking about this because one of the things you have on there is like breaking past your limits or whatever. Yeah. And so I was thinking about why do I just push? And I was thinking about when I was 16 years old. And I literally this I think was a really pivotal moment. And I don't know, maybe some of you can relate, maybe not, but. I was 16 and I wanted to go to the Air Force Academy, which, okay, I admit is weird for a Southern California girl. Like, yes, join the Air Force, right? Everyone thought I was enlisting, okay? It's not enlisting for all of you. It's actually a college and a school, like West Point or Annapolis. Yeah. Anyway, so I was in my college counselor's office um, and they had note cards there. You look through the little desktop to find the college and you wrote to them. Yes, letters <laughs> long ago. No internet. <laughs> well, that's not true. There was internet, but there wasn't like it is now. Um, so I was looking through for the Air Force Academy and there wasn't a card. And so I go to my college counselor um, in high school and I say, um, I'd like to apply to the Air Force Academy. Where's the you know, information to start the application process? And he looks at me and he says, honey, you need to be smart to go there. Did you know that? <laughs> and I was like, holy God, I, I honestly was seriously taken back because I just, I don't know, like, <sighs> Anyway, so <laughs> I, I want to find that counselor who who talks to Ashley like that. I know. Anyway, <laughs> he apologized profusely like later when he <laughs> figured out apparently I wasn't stupid. Um, oh, so, my gosh. Anyway, But like it was really pivotal for me because I realized that people look at you and they they make a decision and. And they make some more assumptions about you, whether you want them to or not, based on your looks, maybe your actions or how you're acting that five minutes they've interacted with you. Apparently, I acted stupid. Um, I don't think I did. <laughs> okay. Nope. Uh, uh, so anyway, I thought, I really thought, I said, it, it, I really remember thinking this. I remember thinking, this person doesn't know me and they've made a complete judgment about me. And if I let them do that, you know, I could ignore it. It's true. You can kind of ignore people's judgments or putting the box around you. But I kind of went a step further and literally decided at that moment in time that it's not about just ignoring people. It's it's about proving them wrong. And you don't have to like go in their face or prove them wrong, but it's more proving it wrong to yourself. Right. Because the more those people who and you take a lot in subconsciously, all those thoughts come in and come in and come in. Right. And if you just let them sit there then like you start disbelieving you can do something. You believe other people can do it, but you can't. And so I really like focus on, is it something that someone else thinks I can't do or do I think I can't do it? And if I can't do it, think I can't do it, why? What, like, is there a real reason like um, my time, you know, and it's not worth it or, or, or is it just that I'm scared? Um, and so I really try and challenge myself all the time. Um, I am terrified of heights, absolutely terrified but I have done skydiving. I've done bungee jumping. I just roll with it. I'm terrified of like, you'd be amazed. I'm terrified of a lot of things. You're terrified of heights and you're like, I know what job I want. I want to go in the air force. <laughs> well, I like flying. That's a different thing. That's different. Okay. <laughs> Jumping to me, it's still high in you. the air, but I guess you're right. I guess it's different. <laughs> I mean, not too many planes crash <laughs> anyway, but no. Yeah. So it just, I just don't think you should let people limit you. And even worse, you shouldn't let their thoughts like worm their way into your subconscious and just keep pushing forward and deciding what do you want and why do you want it? And is that want valid for you? Not for anybody else, not for, you know, is it valid for you in your situation? 
and um, decide whether you want to break the barrier or is the barrier there for a good reason? Though few times I think there's a barrier there for a good reason. Um, what a great story. I didn't, I never heard you tell that story. That's amazing. I, I'm so impressed that you were able to think like that at 16 years old. That's amazing. Yeah, it it, it just was eye-opening to me because people judge you so quickly. Yeah. Um, yep. So I just didn't, yeah. And through my Air Force career, people have judged me. It's the blonde hair, the cute yeah. bubbly, yeah. I, I'm an idiot apparently, but I just let them believe that. And then, you know, I just push right past them and go, sorry. I, I love that. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, okay, so you, I, I guess you found the card, you were able to apply to the Air Force Academy. I, I did, and the counselor actually, once I got in, he apologized profusely. <laughs> I, he <laughs> better have. <laughs> oh man. Like, so, all right, so you got in, how was it? Was it, uh, were you like, why did I do this? Or were you, did you love it? <laughs> my freshman year, I thought, why did it, they cut off all my hair. And when I mean all, it was like this long, like, it stuck up because I've got kind of wavy hair. So it like, it was awesome. I looked like some sort of crazy person. Um, it, was, it was awful. They cut off all my hair. Um, they don't do that anymore. Um, but they, they did at the time. Uh, and it was, it was horribly awful and wonderful. Like I did so many amazing things. I joined every single club. I uh, took scuba diving as a freshman because I asked if I could take it for no credit. Um, I did, I did any, anything that anyone would let me do. I just said, can I do that? And they'd be like, do you really want to? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> so I just, I would go out and do it. And so it was awful being treated kind of like your subhuman. Cause that's how your freshman year goes. Um, and then that was awful. But if you can get past that, there are so many amazing things you can do. I had some wonderful teachers. I had just a fabulous experience and it was, it was eye opening to see that you can just if just ask and you put forth effort, you can do anything. People will be like, you want to do that? You're like, sure. And they just, they let you because you're willing to take the effort and go forth and do. Um, so I really Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So then you graduate from the academy and then where did you go or what, what did you learn after that? Let's see. We went to England um, and then I went to pilot training. Uh, I did pilot training. Um, I got medically disqualified because I kept having um, ear problems. Uh, so I got medically disqualified after about a year of pilot training, uh, which turned out to be a good thing because um, we headed back from Oklahoma. So we went to England, Oklahoma, and then um, I ended up being an engineer at Tinker Air Force Base and working with nuclear cruise missiles. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> kind of like a rocket scientist, but not. I love it. Nuclear <laughs> missiles. Um, and then I did, um, we went, we've gone all over. We've been to Colorado twice. We've been to Ohio twice. We were in Mississippi. Um, one of my favorite jobs was in Wright-Patterson. Um, I work with, I work with radars. And so they sent me to school to get um, a master's degree in radar and antenna engineering. So I got to build a really cool stuff we'll put it that way for the air force because a lot of it i can't say anything but um, wow. put a lot of cool stuff uh for the air force and that that was a lot of fun that's that's where i actually have my reserve job out of now and i i love working there we 
we have some cool toys. <laughs> Amazing. Did you run into any obstacles in the military or did you ever doubt yourself or was there anything that just went wrong where you're like, oh, I just want to get out of this? Um, more situational as far as getting out of the Air Force, but I, okay, so I was the youngest branch chief in the research, Air Force Research Laboratories. So I was the youngest branch chief they've ever had. And so I was like, what was I, 20, 29, 28? So I was the youngest branch chief they've ever had. And I was the in charge of 40, like 50 year old men. <laughs> so, um, A super so, easy job. You no, know, and I actually got introduced as this is my boss, uh, Major Ashley Schmidt, who is 30 years my junior. And yeah, so that's how that started. Oh, so I had a lot of resistance. Um, that was, it was one of my favorite jobs. I love people. I love working with people. And so I turned them into total, dis they didn't think I could lead myself out of a paper bag. Um, but by the time I was done, like I gained every single person's trust. And like, we'd have meetings and they would be like, I can't believe that they just were, they actually told me they couldn't believe that I would do or could do or would listen to them and do a good job. They just, it was, it just didn't, they didn't believe I could. Um, but by the end, they were amazed because what I really value in people is trying to find the right spot for people, figure out where they fit because everyone fits somewhere and you just have to find where they feel valued because they're good at what they do. And so I, that's what I really focused on. I really tried to make sure everybody in the team had where they could be and where they could fit. Um, and I think they really appreciated that because I was really trying to help them and it wasn't about helping me. It was helping yeah. them feel valued. And I think that's one of the secrets of a team. You've got to make people feel valued and you've got to find the right place for them. Um, sometimes it may be in your organization. Sometimes it may be out. I had a few people who they really didn't belong and it wasn't like they didn't belong as, you know, they just didn't belong with their skill sets. And so they moved somewhere else and I was happy for them. You know, everyone's like, oh, you, you, I'm like, no, I'm not mad. They're gone. They're going where they're happier. And so we're all going to be happier because yeah. they're happier instead of, you know, kind of making us miserable because they're not doing the thing they want to do. Right. Amazing. So yeah, a lot of resistance because just people don't, it's that appearance thing, right? They yeah. look and say, you know, dumb blonde, or I don't know what they say, but it's, it's an appearance thing. And then once you get down to it and show people how you can help them, they're mm -hmm. much more willing to listen. Yeah. Wow. What an inspiring story. So you, you went through all that and then you, you went into the reserves. Um, was that hard for you at all? Like that transition? Yes and no. It was kind of like going, you know, a hundred miles an hour and then going to like 10. <laughs> right? I, was, I felt adrift. I didn't know what I'd do with, my, I mean, I had my kids and I was definitely doing stuff and I baked an obscene amount of desserts. I'm excellent at desserts now. <laughs> I really like desserts. So I, I, I wish I had known you then. <laughs> I like gave them to the neighbors. Everyone's like, she's cooking again. I'm like, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Luckily I gave most of it away instead of eating it all. <laughs> but but that, was different. that was hard. And it was trying to find somewhere you feel valued. Um, you know, I, I'd done all these things and now I was kind of like in this little box that I was at home, but I was kind of by myself. And so I kind of had to 
instead of feeling adrift, find somewhere to go and somewhere to be and somewhere to feel valued, I guess. I like how, how your, your brain works where instead of just wallowing in it, you just try to find a way to rechannel your energy into something else. Um, so you did the baking. Did, when did you get into real estate? Was that around that time? Oh, no. We've done real estate since <laughs> I was 23 years old when I signed away my first property and <laughs> my husband deployed. <laughs> and I remember ripping up parquet wood flooring at two in the morning and crying because <laughs> it was like, it was so horrible. Have you ever tried to do that? We probably haven't tried to get a parquet wood flooring, but don't hire I some good manly man to do it because <laughs> it was awful. I was 2 a.m. crying, literally bawling my eyes out because I had to get the whole thing done myself and I had no idea how I was going to do I it. Have, I have bawled, though, trying to get a property ready because I did have a rental property for 11 years. And uh, when a tenant would move out and a new one would move in, there usually was only like a day or two in between. Oh, and wow. I had I had to like repaint several rooms and do all this stuff and it was like when i actually got in there it was way more than i thought it was going to be and i was the only one doing it and yeah it definitely definitely had some tears but yeah. it got done <laughs> you're better than i it took me a really long time on that parquet wood floor my husband's like why aren't you done yet yeah <laughs> i was oh, like gosh. you can do it buddy <laughs> yeah it's always a little harder than you think i remember like I don't know, something was wrong with the paint or something I was using. And it like literally started bubbling on one of the walls. Oh, I'm like, no. paint does that. It was just, it was a disaster. <laughs> but whatever, it gets done. It, it does eventually. You know, I survived. I, yeah. I, you know, 2 a.m. crying and all. I survived and, and we sold that. We flipped it. So we sold it. Uh -huh. I was so thankful. That it was like, get rid of this property. <laughs> so you were somehow hooked after that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're... Uh, my family, we're, my whole family is big in businesses. Um, my dad's owned all sorts of crazy things from when I was a kid. Um, he actually owned a bait. You grew, you grew the bait. So we grew mealworms and crickets. And I was in charge of counting the crickets, which I think was a job just because. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you ever tried to count crickets? In no, I've never tried. Yeah, no, I think it was to keep me busy, honestly. He'd give me like 25 cents <laughs> to go count crickets. <laughs> So oh I've always been really entrepreneurial. My whole family was crazy, all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, and so I was always like that and my husband wasn't. But then he got reading books about real estate. Um, oh, Robert Kiyosaki. Yep. Yeah. So Rich Dad, Poor Dad and all those books. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of like, well, maybe this business thing isn't so bad. And so I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so, yeah, that's for the craziness. And now he does most of the real estate because he's he loves to wheel and deal and he just loves it. And I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm good. Just sell it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So 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 you figured out a way to rechannel your energy and then you um, is that when you started writing books? Mm hmm. Yeah. I did. I did. So I started the consulting company. And like I said, I started it to the book writing. Just I like writing. I've always loved uh -huh. writing. I've, I don't even know how many books I've written, but a lot. And so I decided to try and promote my business other than Google ads, which is fairly expensive. Um, but KDP is a fantastic way. Um, I get more than enough clients um, and they paid for a $20 workbook. And that's how I get most of my clients. 
And so I got paid instead of advertising, you know, paying like a thousand dollars to advertise on Google ads. I'm like, this is much better. <laughs> so how does it, so you, it's a consulting business where they're coming to you to learn how to write. Is that what it is? No, to, to help get into service academies. So like West Point, oh. Annapolis, uh, Coast Guard Academy and Merchant Marine Academy, Air Force Academy. So it's, it's really complex. Um, the, it's like filling out seven different applications to apply to one service academy. You have minimum five interviews. Um, wow. You have to write like seven or eight essays. It's it's really a lot. It's just a lot. And the kids just get overwhelmed and they have no idea what to write or do. Or Five interviews. They're like yeah. 17 years old. They don't know how to interview. They have no idea. Uh, yeah. Take them from not being able to answer tell me about yourself to being very articulate. They're, they're amazing kids. Oh my uh -huh. God. The things they do nowadays, it makes me look like I like sit on my butt all day long. Um, <laughs> they're amazing. And they just don't know how to tell that about themselves. And so I love taking kids who just don't know what they're talking about. Like they just don't feel comfortable to being able to articulate all the great things that they do. Amazing. Well, Christina, you have anything you want to ask or say? I think that's such an amazing story, Ashley. And we'll we'll get into more like how you um how all of that has led to where you are right now. But just want to yeah, see if Christina no. wants anything. I'm I'm just taking it all in. I've talked to Ashley at some of our meetups, but I'm learning a lot still. So there's yeah. you know so many sides to Ashley. So yeah. <laughs> but it's it's all coming together. I'm starting to understand the because uh, every time I see her, it's like it's hard to tell on camera, but like in person, it's just like this like aura. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like I'm just like drawn to you. Like who is that amazing person? <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel like an idiot most of the time. <laughs> no, that is I'm an idiot, but. <laughs> No, I'm just like talking to her like, wow, she must be amazing. And then you start talking about all these properties and all these different things. And I'm like, yep, she's amazing. <laughs> so, um, all right. So you you did all that. You you started a consulting business. You started doing KDP. So did you ever feel like you were doing too many things? Did you ever feel like it was just hard to manage your time or your energy or any of that? Oh, all the time. All the time. It's a constant battle. Like I said, it's it, it's one of the reasons I change up my organizational systems so often um, with my four kids. They're from now she's six now. So six to 15. So there's Taekwondo, band, color guard, Girl Scouts. I, what else? I, play. I don't know. I'm sure I missed all sorts of things. I missed a bunch of stuff. So like I kind of work everything I do around their schedule. Um, so I know some hours I can get to like focused effort and I really try and make a plan each week to say, okay, here's what I can get done. And I write a huge list and it's always one of those, you know, you, you think you can get more done in a week than you can in a year type thing. So I just, what I do is I just rule things over. Um, and I also prioritize, like I have, okay, this has to happen on this day because of X, Y, Z, you know, I have to bake the cookies because they're due on Thursday for the kid's party or whatever. Right. Yeah. There's like an important, and then there's also an importance list. Like what, if, what, if I worked on one thing today, what is the most important thing I should work on today? And how do you judge what's the most important thing? Is it the most, is it what you want to do? Is it what makes the most money? Is it like, what makes it important? That varies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
there's there's my kids, right? That's kind of almost number one. Like, yeah, I have to bake the cookies and, and be the mom. So that's kind of like number one. Um, and then, yeah, sometimes it's uh, what makes the most money. Uh, once it gets closer to Christmas, like about uh, mm, a little before October, so maybe September timeframe, it's all about what makes the most money because I know Christmas is ramping up. And so I really focus on that. But this beginning of the year, um, I'm going to try two uh, kind of KDP experiments that I'm going to I'm gonna actually talk about on my YouTube channel. So I'm going to kind of I'm going to try those and see how they work because they're kind of different from what I normally do. It's it's similar in the sense, but I'm kind of grouping things and I have an interesting advertising method that I'm going to try for it. So we'll see. It may work. It may fail completely. But I kind of at the beginning of this year, I want to try something new and different um, within the same vein, definitely within the same vein of what I'm doing. So I don't want to go too far off. Um, but I want to try something a little bit different. And then, um, you know, it could work or not. Um, but then I can kind of focus in towards the end of the year, the things that, you know, make because Christmas. Yeah, I I'd had a really great Christmas. Even my husband was like, I can't believe you made that much. <laughs> like, he was like, I can't believe it. <laughs> I was like, I could do it. I knew I could. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, it was, I, I really focused this year on trying to yeah make Christmas and, and January fantastic. I really tried to focus on a lot of books that I made in November for January. So my January has been really good. I know people are like, oh, January. And I'm like, it's almost triple of what I had last January. So amazing. Um, focus on that too so that I wouldn't feel so bad in January. Amazing. And then I also felt like I could make a difference and do something I wanted rather than focus on the all, you know, making the money, making the money. It's more like, well, I did better than I thought. So I'm going to focus on something that it could pay off really well, or, you know, maybe it won't. We'll see. Amazing. So I'm trying to figure out like how, how you make the decisions you make. Like, so you, your kids come first, of course. And then your, what about your, um, your business, the uh, consulting business, is that like set hours that also come kind of first or is that varies from week to week? It does vary week to week. Uh, I work around the kids' schedules. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, uh, they are generally free at like eight at night till some kids, because they're on Pacific and I'm East Coast time, I'll be talking with them at like 11 at night, my time. Um, and then a few hours a week. Um, so right now is like my slow season. <laughs> okay. They're, okay. They're not applying until, uh, the summer is when it kind of starts to pick up and then until about October and then it kind of dies off after October. So there's kind of a surge effort. Um, so that's one. Of okay. The so, yeah. so you're not necessarily doing all the same things all at the same time, all the time. It's like yeah. there goes in flows, like different times a year, you focus on different things. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Do you ever like, what makes your decision on what you're going to work on that day? Like, do you work like, is there a certain amount of clients that you're like, I need to have this many clients. So I'm going to focus on that. Or is it just sort of whatever you're in the mood for that day? Or how do you decide? For clients, I usually pick them up a year or two or advance this year. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this year I have 15. <laughs> That is a lot. It is a lot for me. So I really tried to, I looked at all sorts of productivity tools and I finally got to Trello. Um, I tried Asana and some other things, but how I want to organize them, I've kind of set up a Trello board for each of my kids with kind of set templates of to-dos. I have like to-do um, in work and done. 
Uh, so I kind of have set these whole systems for them to kind of help me <laughs> because they, it's a lot to track. Um, and before when I only had like five or six clients, it was easy, but with the, the huge amount I'm going to have this coming year, I, I knew I was going to have to kind of work myself a little bit more productive and, and Trello is going to work for me with the teams and how they do teams. I think it's going to work. We'll see. If not, we'll try something else next year, but I think it's going to work. Um, so it's kind of like having 20 kids, like you have your four and then like another 15 or 16 and you manage all the different people's schedules. Yeah. And they have to manage <laughs> their parents too. I love their parents. There's the great helicopter parents. I love you all. I do. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, so I it's like having my kids and then the parents and I, they acquire me on social media like they're on my Facebook channels. And so I get to see these kids when they get in. I get to see all the pictures they take as they're going through. And, you know, it's it's fun to see them change, too. So they kind of become sort of my kids in a way, too. And, and they're so excited when they get in. And it's, it's really fun to share that with them. Um, but yeah, for my clients, it's it's kind of that surge thing. So I kind of pay attention what I need to do based on what how they are. And some weeks, nothing. I'll go crickets with nothing. And then um, that September time frame, I am, yeah, it's so busy. <laughs> it's like from six o'clock until 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, I just work with them completely um, almost every day. Um, but it, it ebbs and flows. And then how I decide what I work on, um, I just try and keep them organized and just kind of push them. I just, I tell them I harass them a little bit. <laughs> I've been like, hey, is this done yet? But I'm hoping with Trello, I can see what they're doing so I don't have to harass them quite as much. Um, and then how I decide on what I'm working on, I just make a list like based on my importance of like, oh, I wanna do this, this, and I, I write out each task. Like, it's like, here's the big task, and then subtask, 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 subtask. And I use paper and pencil. I know Trello's great, but I, I like having my book. I like writing it down. <laughs> like, that was somebody's question. They said, do you use paper planner? I do. I do. I have a, where, I don't know, somewhere around here. It gets lost too, all the time. I'm looking for it like, half the time. I'm, <laughs> and that's the reason because I write things down to me because um, I am more likely to remember them. Um, if I can see it, handwrite it, then sometimes I remember it. The other thing, I always have it like around me when I'm working because you know those moments you finish a task and then you're like, what do I do? Oh, I'll check my phone, right? Yeah. I'll check my, my Facebook, <laughs> right? No. I'm like, what's next on my list? What can I do? What's a five-minute task that I can fit in? You know, what's this? I mean, I'll send one kid off to the bus and then be like, ooh, I can upload three books while my other kid gets their shoes on. So I'll like go <laughs> and she's nice. like, mommy, are you done yet? I'm like, oh, give me a minute. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I think I remember you saying that before. And I was just like, that is definitely something that I struggle with. Like, if there's like little pockets of time, I the, the little pockets of time just go away. Like, I don't, I don't use those little, I'm good at batching and doing like a like big block of time of work. But then those like little in between moments just sort of disappear. So I could definitely learn from you about how to how to use your time effectively. Yeah, they disappear so easy. And I'm, I'm guilty. I'm as guilty as the yeah. rest of you. But I, I, I really do try. I, I do try. Amazing. So do you, so when people, I, I've, I'm sure you've seen in Facebook groups and different groups, like people talk about 
shiny ball syndrome. Is that what it's called? I don't. I never know what to call shiny it. Shiny sin, whatever. Shiny object. Um, shiny object. Okay, shiny object. Um, do you ever feel like that, or do you know what they they mean by that? Like, oh, do yeah. you find a way to not do that, or you do that and somehow get it all done, or what is your response to people who chase all different things? Um, I I have shiny object syndrome, but I know I do. I know it's you know it's like one of my failings. I know I have it, so I I'm trying to limit myself. I like. Last year, I said, okay, I'm allowed to have one shiny object syndrome <laughs> issue. I think I had like four, but that was pretty good for me. <laughs> so I try and allow it to a certain degree because I know my nature and I'll feel like stuck and trapped if I try and complete. It's like, you know, taking away chocolate forever versus like one Hershey kiss a day or something. Um, so I, I try and limit my shiny object syndrome. Um, the other thing I've done is I have unsubscribed to a lot of things. Oh, that's <laughs> a good tip. Emails you get, just, you don't need them, like delete them or put them into a folder and just don't look at that folder until maybe you're like, Ooh, I need something new. Right. I need, I want a shiny object right now. Um, so I, I really tried to, yeah, delete a lot of those things and, and I, some things that I want to keep. So like I said, I, I send them automatically to a folder so that they're there if I'm ever really interested. Um, but I find that like, I'm not after a while, if you just kind of keep ignoring them or, or you just kind of focus on what you've got. And then, yeah, you allow yourself a little bit of slippage, you know, that piece of cake every once in a while, whatever. Um, then you don't feel quite as deprived. Um, Cause yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm all over the place. My kids call it squirrel. Have you ever seen up? Yep. Where they're like squirrel. <laughs> like squirrel <laughs> all the time. <laughs> And then when they're in the world, it's kind of funny. We're like, oh, look, wait, there is a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's a good comment for you then, Ashley. Someone asked, <laughs> what's easier, counting crickets or training squirrels? <laughs> um, probably counting crickets. <laughs> I don't know if accuracy was actually my dad's aim. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard right it's hard to say no i want to do this and i want to do this like okay amazon ignite right maybe mm -hmm. it's a good thing i applied like a month and a half ago no word i apparently filled out the don't fill the format like me apparently <laughs> they lost it it's probably got lost my luck yeah good <laughs> thing because now i can't even do it like i see myself like oh i really want to be invited i'm the only one outside and then i'm like what are you? <laughs> i'm the only one outside oh poor ashley <laughs> i am in love now but i'm kind of like no really i feel that like are all you people out there have not got accepted there's other people out there too and i'm feeling unloved but then I think, would i do something if i actually got in maybe <laughs> <laughs> should I do something? I, I don't know, right? It, it's a shiny object. So I'm kind of maybe thanking Amazon for uh, excluding me from this shiny object syndrome. <laughs> oh, well, I, I think you're such an inspiration and I'm so happy that you're coming on. And I just wanted to have somebody that could really speak to um, being able to do a lot of things effectively. You don't have to just do one thing. Like you, you can chase shiny objects sometimes um yeah. here we I mean, go there's the pros and cons right focus you get somewhere faster but are you enjoying it and sometimes i that's why i do allow myself those shiny objects because i uh -huh. enjoy doing something different and yeah it, it 
feels not it doesn't feel like work then it feels like oh i got to do this so there's there's pros and cons i'm not getting maybe my kdp empire to those people who are making you know twenty thousand dollars a month or something which more power to y'all that's awesome but that's that's not me but i'm I'm happier, I think. Um, and it took me a while. I actually have a quote on my planner that says, rethink your crazy, Ashley. You were doing awesome. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Because I think, gosh, I'm not where I want to be. And then I'm like, well, who said I had to get there at whatever speed, right? I, I like what I do. So why do I have to worry about that. And I, I really have to remind myself all the time. That's why my quote's there. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. That's my favorite thing <clears throat> so far. Can you say it one more time? Okay. It actually says, it says, rethink your crazy, Ashley. You are doing awesome. Oh so, my gosh. Everybody I, I write that down. All the time. It's at the front of my planner. So whenever I'm like feeling sad or like, oh, I'm not as far as I want, you know, so-and-so has 10 books and they're making a million dollars or whatever you see. And I just look at that page and say, I am doing good. I'm happy where I am and I'm not doing everything I want to do, but I have years, hopefully years to live. Right. So, you know, who says you have to get there in a year or whenever? Yeah. Yeah. Now is that, um, do you have a planner available for purchase on KDP by chance? Like um, the one that maybe you use or you know, actually, I have one that I like the interior that I've made. Yes, but I don't use it because they don't have spiral, and I really <laughs> like this because I like turning it around. So I was actually looking into yeah, but this is shiny object syndrome, right? I was looking into making the spiny or spiral from I don't remember. Lulu? There's two places Lulu or something, right? Lulu, but there's another one too. Engram, um, Engram Spark or something. Yeah, you have to like get a a lot more stuff. And so I looked into it for like 10 minutes and I was like, darn it. Because I do like the spiral. So I have one that I don't like as much, but it works. And so, um, yeah, I'm thinking of getting one of those rocket books that you can wipe the stuff off. And uh, that's what I'm thinking. Of nice. Now. Nice. That's I love. I, that's what I love about Ashley is that she thinks outside the box. So, yeah. um, and just doesn't necessarily go with the flow of everybody else. So like the, I, I still think back to the Columbus meetup and the, um, the birthday shirts idea oh, yeah. <laughs> with, uh, with the scan. And I, I don't know if you ever got it, you know, off the ground or whatever, but I still think it was like the coolest thing ever. So it, it is cool. Yeah. I'm going to work it into my KDP books. That's actually what I'm going to do because <gasps> I couldn't, Oh, I hate social media. I'm sorry. I love you all, but I just don't, I'm not a social media person. So I, I had my Etsy store or not my Etsy, my Shopify store, everything done. And like, I just, couldn't push it through social. I hate that. I need like a VA who's gung ho about it to do it. So yeah, <laughs> I know I what you it. mean. Like, I, I hate it. I hate it. I just cry when I go to the computer. Like, no, I don't want it. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, you're you're always so creative with with your ideas and and Christina. For everybody who listens on the podcast, and if you don't hear Christina talking that much, she is very active in the YouTube chats. <laughs> She's like answering everybody's questions. So we kind of work together. But um, Christina's comment, I like your comment about, um, I quickly assess shiny objects and determine if I should chase it now or later. Do you do that, Ashley? Do you assess if this is something you want to chase right now or if you want to chase it later? Do you put it in your planner? How do you decide what things to go after? 
Um, yeah, I, I do have like, like Amazon Ignite is kind of on there, but it's, it's low right now. It's really low on my priority, trying some of my, my two experiments. Um, and I'm basing my whole idea of what I saw for my sales for Christmas. So I think assessing the data you have um, is a really good way to focus. Like, what were you really good at? And not only what were you really good at, what did you enjoy doing? Because if you enjoy doing it, you're going to do it better, right? You're going to go out there and learn and take a class or a free class or a YouTube because you're excited about it. So what did you do that did well that you would be interested in expanding? And yeah, you could go for just, hey, here's the thing that did the best and I hate it and I'll go for it. But what kind of life is that? Like if you don't really <laughs> like the niche and you have to now research it and it's like, oh, this is drudgery. So do something you like. Um, but one of the things I like being outdoors. And so some of my um, various outdoors type niche niches have done really well with low content stuff. And so I, that's one of my experiments this year. I'm going to do kind of this it's outdoorsy is my best niche I've got for you. I don't know exactly how it's going to rule yet, but <laughs> something of that nature. And so I'm going to do that because I, I enjoy it. I have pictures. I literally have pictures on my camera that I could put in books and do different things with. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. That's great. It is. Dwayne's asking if you have a morning routine. I've been uh, doing a morning routine this year. And so I think it's kind of on people's minds. Like <laughs> um, if it's a good idea, if it's not, do you do anything like that? Oh, I do. Mine is down to the five minutes. <laughs> I love it. What do you do? Oh, but I have four kids, remember? So it's like, okay, so 5 a.m. My one has to get up and she's out the door. We've got to be somewhere by six. Um, I've got to drop her off at school, pick up the other one and make sure she gets out to the bus by 7.10. I actually have Alexis installed so I can call on driving home to say, hey, you need to get off. Aww. And like, I have to feed piggies. We have guinea pigs. I, you know, like it's like five. And so then finally, yeah. finally, they're all shipped off at like 8.30. It starts at five, ends at 8.30. And then um, I try and exercise. I try and get outside and exercise. Um, it's kind of cold right now. So... I hate cold, but I try to get out there yeah. um, and I swim. I try and swim for an hour or stuff a day. If I don't get my exercise in, I that I have to do that. And I listen to, I have earbuds. So in this pool, I'm listening to podcasts. I watch your guys' YouTube show. Oh, <laughs> nice. the pool. I like, I try and fit, like squish everything in. So if I go on a walk, I'm always listening to someone's YouTube. That's why I end up watching a lot of replays. So if you're all out there and have a channel, I probably watch you. I just... It's in the car. Well, not, I don't watch it in the car. I just listen. Yeah. Know, or, you know, um, in the pool, I'll have my little thing up there and I like run. Wow. Amazing. I try and get out there. And then after that, I try and um, have, um, yeah, then I start doing the first thing on my list. Um, it's usually the thing I want to do the least that requires the most amount of focus because I find right after I finished working out and get a little bit of food, um, that, that's the most focus I have. Um, and that's where I try and focus. And then as the day kind of goes on, I do the things that are like those five minute, five minute, five minute, five minute, because I get less focused. <laughs> so I can focus for five minutes. And then um, I actually upload upload kind of towards the end to watching the Hallmark channel. Yes. <laughs> watching the Hallmark channel. Um, and then my kids come home and it's craziness until about eight at night. And then I'll sit down and, and watch TV with my husband while doing KDP. 
So our together time was, I'm still working while watching TV. So, um, yeah. so we do things during that time that I can do without thinking. Um, a lot of like moving stuff around or just stuff that doesn't require a lot of thought. Um, yeah. So I really focus on yeah, it's craziness all day long. <laughs> what a great schedule. Amazing. I like that though. You were able to articulate it very clearly, like what you do in a day. So I think that helps a lot. Like when people sort of know what their norm is and then you can kind of fit stuff into that schedule. If you do have some new thing you want to go after, like you're like, okay, I'll fit it into this time after mm -hmm. my workout before this. Like, so, and I'm really uh, glad that Dwayne brought up that question because, um, it's amazing how many people have a morning routine. Like, I don't know how I never really did. I, I would just go to work or like, even as an entrepreneur, just kind of do whatever I wanted to do in the morning and then just eventually start work. Um, but it's pretty fascinating how many people like exercise and have this like set thing they do in the mornings. Why, when did you start that? And, and why, do, why do you think that it's helpful? I've started, I always work out in the mornings cause you have the most energy. Um, and I used to get up, at, well, when it's warmer, I get up at 5 a.m. and go run. Um, mm -hmm. But I, it's too cold now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like running in the morning when I'm not awake because I don't really like running. So, <laughs> so if I'm not awake, it's not as bad. Or maybe I run slower. I'm not sure. Um, so, and just getting it over with, right? It's that getting it over with thing. Um, I enjoy swimming and I enjoy walking. So doing that when their sun is up and all that and I'm more awake in the mornings, that's better. Um, but I've started that since, oh, gal, I've worked out in the morning since, I don't know, since I graduated from, even in college, I had to, because the military, you have to pass a PT test every six months to a year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's, there's no getting around it. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think it was the military that kind of drilled that into you, that exercise is important and to make sure you fit it into your day and all of that? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I'm not an natural. I am the worst athlete, most uncoordinated person ever. But the only thing I can say is I have persistence. Um, so the reason I can run, not, I'm not fast, <laughs> but it's because I just, I just keep doing it. The reason, you know, I can do um, pretty easily 30, easily 30 pushups, because I just do them every day. And I do them on my stairs. And my kids are always like, Mom, you're doing your pushups. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, go oh, away. And then like, I have my kids, I'll race my daughter while she's getting her clothes on to do my sit ups. You know, like I can get do my 60 sit ups before you can do your clothes, which I sometimes win. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just fit it into your life. Yeah. And make it fun. Like uh -huh. you could, you know, commercial breaks. Commercial breaks are great for workouts. Everyone's like, oh, I love commercials. I'll go get popcorn. Forget popcorn. Like do a few sit ups, have weights, buy your thing, do some weights. Um, I don't know. I try and fit it in because. I don't know. I feel better. I haven't, I didn't work out this weekend and like my back hurt all weekend. And then today I got in my pool, did my hour routine. And I was like, man, I feel so much better. <laughs> so, you know, That's awesome. Don't be lazy. <laughs> it's not yeah. It's, it's so important. I've, um, I've had different sort of times in my life where I'm very, very good at exercising. And then other times where it's just like, somehow I just, something else becomes more important to me. Like, Oh, I need to, get this done with work like usually fourth quarter messes me up um oh, or yeah. especially when I was doing FBA because it's like you're actually shipping boxes out oh. so it was like two excuses one it's like you have so much stuff you need to ship out so you're like I have to get it done and then two I'm like it's exercise like I'm lifting boxes <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh 
So <laughs> yeah, so it's it's interesting how those like little excuses can creep in. And then before you know it, it's like months and I'm like, what happened? Like I used to run every day. What happened? Yeah. So I guess if you like have been in the military so long, it's just so ingrained in you. Like you can't miss those workouts. And I don't feel as good. Like I said, this, this weekend, yeah. I didn't work out two days and I mean, didn't even go walk because it was cold. And, yeah. I, and I was like, oh, now my back hurts. I, uh, and I was just grumpy. And so I'm yeah. like, I need to go work out today. I, I can't skip it today. Yeah. Do you have anything else you do like that? Like, do you do any meditation or anything like, um, uh, I don't know, just other little routines, gratitude journal or anything like that? I like to spend at least once a week sitting down with my planner and my to-do list. And I think kind of what I have to do for the week. And I kind of set out like all the different tasks. And I, I, I kind of use that as my time to think of what I've done, what I've accomplished. That's kind of like, this is all the things I'm grateful for. Here's all the things I need to do. And um, just kind of sit down for that quiet moment, like an hour, hour would be nice. It's usually more like 15 minutes. Yeah. But, I really tried to like just sit down and kind of think and you know I do the, the I am um, we I pray every evening so I kind of you know get all my as long as I don't fall asleep sorry yeah <laughs> um but you know I try and think of all the things I'm grateful for and I, the biggest thing I love to do is I like to spend at least some once a day or some every single day try and spread joy like throughout the world like the guy okay so the guy at McDonald's I see him the mall all the time so I you know made sure he got a Christmas card and I got him a little thing and like I like to just make people's day like just he I mean when I gave him the Christmas card he almost cried it was like kind of I was like oh it's just a Christmas card sorry <laughs> you know but like I like to do that for people and just make the lady at the cashier at 7-Eleven's tell her her earrings are pretty I just I that's one of the ways I like to spread joy throughout the world because I just think sometimes <sighs> We just somebody else to tell us something nice. Somebody you don't even know to say something nice and it means so much. And I just try and do that every single day. Um, you know, whether I'm successful or not, maybe, maybe not, but I do try. Um, and so, I don't know, I like that. I like to spread joy. And that that's kind of my gratitude to the world to kind of help others realize that, you know, just little things make people happy. Uh -huh. Well, you do a very good job of that. You. Um that's how I would describe you just joyful and <laughs> happy person. And I love it. Um, yes. Is there any questions from the chat? I haven't really been doing it. Yeah. Let me uh, pull one up. I know that, um, you know, you seem like a great role model and inspiration for your girls. And Patty asked this question. She said, have your girls become interested in books or merch or the military? They are always talking. So my daughter, I'm actually going to hire her as my VA. I'm going to give her a dollar a cover. So I started that this weekend. I was training her and we realized that like PowerPoint was not on her computer. So I had to go buy a PowerPoint 365 for her because I had like a physical copy I'd bought a long, long time ago. Um, so I was like, oh, I have to break down and buy 365. So I did. Um and so she's going to be my VA and all my kids. It's so great to see them. Like, I, I am so proud of my girls. We were at Taekwondo this evening. I have, they're both black. Well, I have the other two, but the two oldest are black belts. And so they were leading the class and there's like these boys and my two girls. Right. 
and they are loud and they're counting out and they're doing all. And I was like so impressed with them. And the boys are like, one, two, and Master sung me. She's always like, talk loud. And my girls are like belting it out. And like, I'm so proud of them that just being a good role model for my girls, for other just Indian girls in general, just being, be who you are, be, you know, be happy, be shining and just belt it out to the world. I was so proud of them to see them as leaders and just taking like, I hope it's my example. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I can't be screwing them up too badly, right? You always worry you're screwing your kids up, but um, that, but they roll so well. We move every two years and they roll into a new school and like day two, they have like maybe day one, they're like, mom, I don't know anybody. But by day three, they're like, I met so-and-so and so-and-so and, so and, so. and oh. they just, they get out there and they it's hard being a military kid, but they are so bold and brave. And I love that about them. Um, they're not interested in the military yet. And I think it's because I think they're done moving. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> but you never know. You never know. Aww. Well, yeah. you are such an inspiration. I really appreciate you coming on the show and um, just for sharing your light throughout the world. Like, it's just amazing what you do. And it's like, it's actually tangible. Like when you're around you, it's literally <laughs> like you have a orb around you. Like that's how, that's how powerful it is. So I really appreciate you for doing that. Thank you. Um, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't see it. I kind of just feel like I said, I feel awkward. And so maybe that's, <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's inspiration to other people. You may think you're awkward or whatever, but just be you, whatever that is. And hopefully it, I don't know. It shines through. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It really does. And um, thank you guys all for being in the comments. Like there's been so many good comments, so many people engaging and so many likes already, even though we haven't even said that. So definitely, <laughs> if you're still watching, definitely like this video for Ashley. She's amazing. And subscribe because um, I like merch money. It's awesome. <laughs> yay. Subscribe. Um, and just thank you so much. And we really appreciate you. And just thank you for everything you do for the world. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you guys all um, next week. Thank you guys all for being here Monday night with us. See yep. you later. See you. Bye, everybody.